We are live on another Tuesday night, all in on high school sports. Tonight, we're going to talk a little, well, we're going to talk a lot of uh, West Essex girls high school soccer. Um, girls are coming off a very nice 14-5 and five season, quarterfinals in the counties, um, semis in the state sectionals. So uh, I'm excited to talk a little bit tonight of uh, girls soccer. Absolutely. Uh, I'm Kurt know. Valenti. This oh. is Jennifer Valenti. Nice to see you. And thank you, everybody, for joining us. I'd like to introduce our panel for the evening. We have with us the West Essex Girls varsity coach, Robert Fagiani. He, uh, 2019 was his first season as the varsity coach. Prior to that, he was an assistant with the program, and he brings a whole uh, coaching and playing career prior to this of experience to the West Essex program. He's joined by his assistant varsity coach, Carissa Franzi who is also an assistant varsity lacrosse coach at West Essex, and she's actually a prior three-sport athlete at West Essex, playing soccer, basketball, and lacrosse. And finally, we're joined by two senior players, Emma Rubiro, a forward and midfielder, who in 2019 earned um, first-team all-conference honors, and she scored eight goals and seven assists, and so returns as part of a seasoned offense. And also senior goalkeeper Georgia Terulo joins us. She's a four-year letter winner whose experience will certainly help guide the team this season. So welcome, guys. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having us. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> I'm just going to start with something very nice and easy before we get to the hard questions with you guys. Um, I'll start with Emma. Um, nice and simple. Just how's the summer been going for you guys? Emma, you could take it first. Uh, it's been good. We like started like uh, club season started like practicing with like non-contact in the beginning. And now we're like allowed to do contact. And like I I do more like activities outside now with like allowing us to like go places. So I like work out a lot this summer. I go to the beach and just hang friends, but keeping my distance. Nice. Georgia, what about you? I want to say my club team got a later start because we're up in New York. So um, we actually got a later start. So we're still on phase one actually. So we're still with no contact and very light ball work. Same with Emma, basically going down the shore, keeping my distance with my friends and definitely going outside a lot, like seeing places I never would have seen prior to the coronavirus because it's kind of inspiring us to go outside. So it's really cool. And what about you guys, coaches? Let's start with uh, Coach Fagiani. I mean, it's great to be back. I just i am so happy to see the players and I keep telling them every time, I'm just so happy to see you guys. <laughs> Maybe they don't get it as much as, you know, how I feel, but um, it's good to be back. It's good to be on the field. It just brings like a whole new atmosphere, just like having everyone together. It just, just it gives you like a sense of joy, which, you know, been kind of locked inside for a couple of months. So it feels good to be out. And Coach Franzi? Uh, I've been pretty busy. I teach summer school actually with your wife, Jen. <laughs> and, um, this is virtual, right? We, I'm excited that soccer has started back up. Like you said, um, being up there with the girls, even though following all these guidelines, it just brings back some sort of normalcy. And um, it's actually been the longest I've gone without coaching because our lacrosse season got cut short. So it really shows that it was a privilege and how much um, we truly should appreciate being out there when we are out there. Such a good point, that appreciation kind of puts things in perspective. Um, you guys all mentioned phase one. So Coach Fagiani, I was wondering if you could elaborate for our audience a little bit on what exactly phase one entails. I know that um, 
this summer, starting the week of July 13th, you were able to start up practice with a lot of restrictions. Would you mind just going over for our audience, like what phase one entails for your team? Sure, I feel like I'm an expert. Um, <laughs> it's um, small groups of no more than 10. So um, if, so say, the first practice, you have a certain group of players there, they have to stay in those groups for this whole entire phase. So Coach Franzi and myself have to you know, write down who's here, what groups they're in, and then that's their group for phase one. Um, we are currently, our team is not using soccer balls because I don't, I don't know if it's the school or the state, but um, we're not supposed to be having a ball pass to another player and you know the, tr the transaction in that sense. So um, we're just doing conditioning and strength training right now without any weights because that is a restriction as well. Um, and everyone has to stay six feet apart and, let, um, and then with a mask unless we're doing um, high intensity um, training, which in that case they remove it. Now, are you guys taking uh, temperatures when they first get there or any of, is that in place as well? Yeah, we actually have a great setup um, at school where um, we have a whole a tent set up with our trainers and they have um, the head scanners and they scan everyone's temperature, which um, you know, they, they do pretty quickly. Um, and they actually have it marked out six feet apart, um, aligned so that when they're making their way up to the tent, they're still not even that close to each other, which is great. Nice. And uh, Coach Franzi, I was wondering if you could kind of um, elaborate a little bit as well. Uh, Coach Baggiani touched on it a little bit, you know, that you guys aren't using a ball, as, as he said. Um, you're doing a lot of conditioning. So obviously there are some challenges, you know, even within that, uh, and only having 10 kids per group. Could you tell us a little bit about, like, the time frame it takes for you guys to maybe practice with your entire team, bringing in the groups of 10, and even how you're kind of going to address, like, teamwork concepts and those types of things with your practice plan? Um, yeah, so we take about 10, 15 minutes to warm up, stretch, you know, the girls haven't really been doing as much high intensity work as they would usually be, um, coming off of being inside all the restrictions and everything. Like Emma said, some club teams have started and we do actually have a good amount of club players this year. So we're fortunate that they have been trained, um, a couple weeks now, but we do a lot of footwork, some sprints. Um, again, that's like the majority right now because we have an hour, hour and a half time slot. Um, we do have it in the mid-afternoon, and especially today is with the heat, we had to make sure that they were staying hydrated. Um, on that turf, it gets pretty, pretty hot, especially when it's right. The girls' feet were burning a little bit today, right? <laughs> But yeah, so hopefully two weeks of this phase one, then we go into the phase two, which we can start with the ball. Um, soccer, that's the ball you really need, right? We just that foot, that ball skill work um, will help us build that, the skills that we need to be successful. Um, really, that's it. Nice, thank you. My question, uh, I'm gonna ask both of the players. I'll start with um, Emma. And again, you guys touched on it a little bit, but um, was there ever um, a time during this whole, you know, quarantine where you really thought your senior season might be in jeopardy? And how did you guys feel when you actually got back last week, or was it two weeks ago, to the phase one, and you guys actually started now doing something again? Whether it's it's not the whole team, but it's still something, and you guys are, you know, your West Essex team is going uh, you know, practicing together, 
Um, just what were your, you know, like what were your thoughts about doing that? Well, like in the beginning of quarantine, when like the like the deadline kept getting pushed back, like I was like getting nervous because I thought like we wouldn't be able to start in time or like we won't even have a season at all. But then like I like got hope when like we got like emails from Coach F that like we can start like the like the senior practices and like the coaches practices. So like it made me like believe that like we'll actually have something at least this season better than like nothing at all. Georgia, what about you? Um, I completely agree with Emma. Um, I think when it all started, I think once club season got canceled and as soon as we really started hearing word of how bad the cases were and how it started spiking in our age group, I think that's mostly when I started fearing that we were going to lose our season. But as soon as, like, like what Emma said, as soon as we found, like, Coach emailing us and, like, the Zoom he had set up a couple weeks ago, I think, like, we really started to, like, gain hope again and being able to be with a lot of girls on the team and starting to practice things and get to know the other girls and the new players, it was like a kind of a relief. And then real quick, how, you know, again, since you guys are limited in your, uh, in the phase one, is there anything like weird about that where it's like, you know, you guys are practicing, but it's not the full team. It's not the full workout. Like anything to either one of you guys where it's just like, I don't know, just, it still doesn't feel like a regular practice. I mean, of course you guys will take it, but you know, any thoughts on that? I don't know. Um, <laughs> it, like, feels different because, like, not the entire team's there. So, like, you're missing, like, people and there's, like, new faces. So, it's good to, like, see, like, the new players. It's just, like, like we can't do, like, contact and it's, like, small groups. So, you're not, like, really, like, bonding with everyone yet. But, like, we're, like, getting there, but, like, not really. <laughs> it just feels weird not, like, being with everyone and, like, fully meeting everyone like and like hanging out like we like would during like actual preseason but you'll take it right you'll take whatever <laughs> yeah. you got right now right yeah georgia anything else on that or pretty much the same thing There's same thing it's just definitely weird to like not be able to use a ball and like for me as a goalkeeper like with them not shooting on me like it's really weird to like not have that experience <laughs> too Every time we talk to like a different group of coaches and a different group of players who are actually like living this, living this right now, it always like brings something new to my mind, you know, and I'm thinking it from a coaching perspective and like, so Coach F, I'm going to call you Coach F because I heard them call you Coach F. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, no, it's so much easier. Trust me. <laughs> the, um, I was just curious, like, how did you organize your groups? You know, groups of 10. Like, I'm thinking now, like, would I want my, you know, returning varsity together or would I want to mix them? Because, like, you guys, you girls said, like, you want to meet the new players. You know, you have incoming freshmen and stuff and that bonding experience. I'm just curious how you, um, how you handled that. Right. It's funny you bring that up um, because, you know, we think about it and, then it comes down to you really you can't make anything permanent you can't say like oh well we're going to get these players showing up and these players aren't going to be here because every week you know it's middle of middle of the summer some kids are going away and if they miss it then we have a group that's short a few players you know mm -hmm. so it's it's i mean depending i mean considering our first practice whoever was there are the people we could group and today we had a, a more players show up so right there it's already so there's really there was really no choice in us choosing who was going to be in which group. Mm -hmm. I mean, ideally, we would have loved to have had a better idea of which players would work well with certain, other, you know, other players, upperclassmen, and um, new players in the program. But unfortunately, we couldn't. We didn't really have that control. Right. Right. So maybe further down the road, maybe phase two, 
I, I think is going to be larger groups or, or who knows. I mean, the, the uncertainty of, of the phases is, um, you know, gives us the, maybe gives us more options in the future. Who knows? True. Very yeah, true. Op optional. And a lot of people go away in July, so we never know. Right. Um, the right. numbers and they have to fill out now a COVID form. So if they don't fill that out um, the day before and they're not allowed to come to the practice. Mm -hmm. So we have to take that into consideration too. We don't have that final list till we see the, which girls are there. Which right. is the day before. Yeah. You know, the day before. Again, all things like, you know, that I'm not thinking of not being in that, that moment from a coaching perspective. You know, we had another coach who said she has a lot of players that work. They have summer jobs and she couldn't you know, get a lot of yep. her, her players there. So, um, you know, it's just interesting. There's so many different scenarios. Uh, we want to move on a little bit to um, your 2019 season. You guys were uh, 14 and 5 overall, advancing to the quarterfinals of the county, uh, the sectional semifinals with a big win over Northern Highland. Um, and of those five losses, you know, you had four one-goal losses in the regular season. Um, to the players first, and I'll uh, read my question, and then maybe, Georgia, you can start. Um, in 2018, you guys uh, were, like, hovered around 500 with a 7-8-2 record. What would you say was the big difference in 2019 that enabled you guys to make that big leap to 14-5? and five? Um, Definitely 2018, in a sense. Um we did struggle with a lot of injuries on a, on our program. So I think coming in healthy with like a majority of the team um, in a good place, like physically um, definitely helped getting us to having like a deeper bench. And we have a very, very strong program and we have a lot of really good players and to have everyone in full capacity definitely helped us with 2019 and like definitely having um, those players when needed, when injuries were to open up, it was definitely helpful to have that for sure. Nice. Emma, what did, what's your take on that? I agree with Georgia. And also I think our like 2019 season, like everyone's like the bond together was just so much stronger. Like we, I feel like we all just like hung out like more together and like connected and like in 2018 our season, like I don't really like my opinion. I don't, I didn't really think we were like that close of a team. It was kind of like individual groups more in this season. Like I, we like were more of a like one united team which allowed us to like do more stuff together and like practice like we were just so much more closer which like reflected on the field which made us better teammates so important definitely uh my question is for coach uh Fagiani regarding um last season was there like a particular turning point where you realized that you guys can play with anybody well i mean i think I don't know if I can pick one game or a turning point, but I mean, going into the season, coach and myself, we would say to ourselves, like we have top talent here and we know what these girls are capable of. And our goal, our mission was kind of trying to get the kids to believe the players to believe that they're capable of beating the best teams. And I think maybe it's a surprise to them sometimes when we're playing top teams and we're right there with them, we lose by one goal, we beat them by a goal. It's like, wow, you know, I think it's maybe a little bit surprising, a little bit surprising to them, but um, we're really fortunate to have the players that we have. First of all, they're, they're great kids to begin with, and they're all a bunch of clowns and they're hysterical to be around. <laughs> um, and it makes it that much more fun for us because um, you know, when they're on the field, it's like they flip a switch and they're ready to go. Um, you know, going back to um, certain meetings we had to go to. Other coaches would say, oh, how do you get them to play so tough? I said, I have nothing to do with that. They do it all by themselves. 
they, you know, that they're great players. They're tough and, and they know when to turn it on. So to pick a turning point, um, gosh, I, I mean, preseason, I mean, some, some players came in great shape and were ready to go. Others weren't, but that's okay. Um, because by the first game we were, they were all fine. So I couldn't pick one. Can't pick a turning point. Sorry. That's fine. And Coach Franzi, a question for you. Um, As you guys start compiling the wins, did you see the the confidence level in the girls going up? Yeah, definitely. They, they, like Coach said, like they realized they could play with some big teams. Like we, if you look, we didn't lose a game. The losses that we, the small losses that we had by more than one goal. And there were some games that we, I think it was Carney, we went to like triple overtime and um they fought hard to the last second and it's just like their character like they like coach said that we have some really really tough girls on our team they can be so silly off the field (laughs) but they turn it on in on the field we are so lucky that we have depth too like you look to the bench and there's some great players on the bench too so if someone needs a break just a couple five minutes we have someone who can replace them and you wouldn't even notice it's not a starter so That's we great. were lucky for that too, um, but they they fought hard all last season. Like each game, we would just be so proud of them after every game. I feel like there was never like one of those bad speeches that we had um, <laughs> because we always knew that they left it on the field. So. Nice, very nice. That's so nice to hear. Really nice to hear. We're gonna interject a little fun question, a little lighthearted question. You want to start off, Kurt? Yeah, these are, this is for uh, the players. We'll start with. Um... Emma first. She's the, um, I'll keep the goalie for second. But, um, <laughs> you know, we've all seen the World Cup, whether it's the women's or the men's. And there's always like iconic moments when somebody scores a goal and, you know, they have, you know, their signature uh, celebration. So I guess my question is if you guys were able, I mean, I'm going to look at it as a football coach where they're not able to do anything, there's a 15 yard <laughs> penalty. But um, did you guys want, first part of the question is did you ever think like if i do score i'm gonna do this and if you were gonna do some kind of celebration what would it be uh well i like always like thought of having a good celebration but i just end up never having a good one the best time was probably the verona game senior night when i got like trampled on top of it was probably the best celebration i've ever had but i never like had like a signature like pose I would like would try to think of one, but like be scared to. <laughs> to do it. What would you do? Do you have one? In yeah. Well, what would you do? <laughs> I don't. I don't really know. I mean, I'm pretty cool, calm. Like she'll just like act like she's been there before. Like she really just, like, <laughs> like run into someone. <laughs> and Georgia, what about you as a goal? Like, as a goalie, um, I know it's a little different, but what's yours? Like you know you. Uh, you save, a, you know, you, you you make a save late in the game or a penalty kick or, you know, anything like that. What uh, Did you ever think about doing anything or watching one in a World Cup or, you know, an MLS or anything like that where it's like you see somebody, you saw somebody do it and you're like, you know, I'm going to do that or I wish I could do that? Um, I never thought about doing it personally. Like, I kind of just, like, walked it off like it didn't really happen. Um. There's like there's definitely one in like the college um, tournament this year. The Stanford goalkeeper, like when she had saved the one PK, like she got up and like pointed to her parents in the stands, and like I thought that was really cool because it's like their number one supporters, and I thought that was really like really really inspiring. So like 
I would do that, but most of the time I don't even know where my parents are. This day, if I'm being honest. It's cool. We did. We did have one girl. Remember Sam? What did Sam do that we made fun of for a while? She just like stood she, like this. Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like everybody ran to her and she just stood there. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. All right, for the cool She's going to be mad at you for that one. Yeah. <laughs> I know, coach. I always like ask the football players and they're always like laughing, but then like as a coach, when you're like, you know, then you say you, you get that 15 yard penalty. Like, don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. Right. You know? <laughs> All right, for the coaches, you guys are planning your next practice, right? If you could pick a drill that you're going to incorporate because you're thinking to yourself, all right, tomorrow I'm going to hop into that drill. Maybe you think you're going to dominate when you go in that drill, or maybe it's just a drill that you enjoy doing when you were, you know, a player in high school or college. Like what, what drill would you put into that practice so that you could hop in? Mm. Coach F, you want to start us off? Does, uh, the restrictions in effect or no? No, 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 no restrictions. No restrictions. This is the good old fantasy, days. total yeah, fantasy total world. Fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know that the players love it when we do levels. Um, and we have a three grid game they love. Um, I do like it. Uh, it's basically possession in um, one side of the grid. And then there's defenders in the middle. Two defenders or three defenders are allowed to try to chase the ball down and win it for their group. If they don't, and they get five passes and it's served back the other way, they must, you know, they have to keep chasing. Um, so that's fun. Um, to be honest with you, my favorite is just a circle with keep away with maybe one or two people in the middle and do like a one touch. Um, I don't, I, I don't know if that would be like, you know, say before a big game, we would be doing that at all. But <laughs> I think for the, for the fun perspective aspect of it, it that's definitely fun because you get so much fooling around and, and, you know, the kids get to have fun with it and, but also, you know, you you don't realize you're working on your touch and you're having fun doing it. So um, that was always one of my favorites. Um, we kind of do it a little bit before a game, um, but we'll do it for a little bit, a couple minutes, and then we'll move on to more intense things. But I think it's a great way to loosen up, a great way to, to get focus at the same time. So um, that's probably my go-to. Nice, very nice. Coach Franzi, what, what drill would you be? I would definitely there? pick World Cup, I think. Um, it's like you pick – like a partner and your uh, country and balls are just thrown in and you have to score and if you score you scream your country's name and you get to go to the next like round so nice. it's like the last one in gets eliminated it's like a competitive fun game um that when i was in high school i loved to play too yeah. um but definitely that one nice very nice it gets funny they all scream and shout and <laughs> So you guys are coming off a great 2019 season. You're rolling now into 2020. My first question is going to be for Coach F. Um, you guys go from you know, roughly 500 to nine games over 500 and a nice little deep playoff run in the state sectionals. What is the next level? Where do you want to where do you want to go to that next level, and how do you get there? We want to stay competitive. I think for first off, um, you know, just moving into uh, we were in the um, Liberty. Now we're in the American Division, so that's the top division in the uh, Super Essex County Conference. Um, we definitely want to, you know, keep continue to win. I mean, we're playing, you know, in my opinion, we're playing the best teams in the state, and um, it's it's great that we're so fortunate to play such quality teams. Every game is is going to be a great game. Um, so we want to just continue to 
to win. We also want to make it a little bit further in the county tournament. Um, I know for a long time, even, even the players last year said, you know, we want to make it further. We want to make it further. We came close, but, you know, we played a tough team and, and unfortunately we lost. Um, same thing with the state tournament. Uh, it's always exciting uh, being a smaller um, group three school, playing some bigger group three schools where, where we can play with them. And, and I don't think that's a fault at all. It's, it's just, um, you know, maybe a little different. We were group two for a long time. And now being in group three, we're, you know, it's a step up and, and we're definitely playing tougher teams and it's exciting. I mean, every game you just, you just don't know what's going to happen. And, um, you know, I'm proud of them every single day. And I think our goal is just to continue to keep rolling with it. Um, and like you said before, I mentioned or asked about the confidence. I think the player's confidence is key. Once we get a few wins under our belt, then um, definitely propels us in the right direction. So that's exciting, and, and that's really, I think, our focus right now. And Coach Franzi, um, again, as a former player, um, like we were saying before, expectations change. You guys are in a better division now. What is, uh, what's your advice to the girls if you had, a, you know, one or two things to, uh, you know, help them out for this season? Uh, well, soccer, soccer is a crazy game because you could be dominating for. 80 of the 90 minutes and the other team gets it for two minutes and they score and then they just play defense and that could be the game. So really any given day, any given game. And I'm just so confident in these girls that like being in the American conference doesn't scare me. Like I know that they will be fighting and be up playing with all those teams. So it's really just confidence is contagious. So just stay confident because so is the lack of confidence that's contagious too. So if we keep the confidence and spread it around our team, um, I think we'll have the success that we, that now, we now did you guys get bumped up because of record or just of a realignment or like, why did you guys move? Like how did they uh, come up with switching the divisions? Um, they, they take, uh, typically it's the top two and, and the bottom two and, and um, the bottom two kind of get dropped. Um, Usually not all the time and the top two will move up to the top two or top three. I think I'm not too positive, but we, uh, we finished second, um, in our division. So, um, we moved up to the upper division. Okay. Now and just, the, now just a quick question now. So I'm, I'm saying how many, um, new teams would you say you play this year that you guys didn't play last year? Um, I mean, at least half, at yeah. least half hopefully. were, Actually, yeah, hopefully I, our schedule is still intact. We don't even know that. But I actually, um, uh, I, I wrote, I have that for the girls in the next question. The uh, I think, and coach, correct me if I'm wrong. I have that you will play that you did not play Montclair and West Orange. Does that sound right? And then you guys yes. will. Uh, you played Livingston in the counties though, so that was not a conference game, correct? And then Mount yep. Saint Dominic, Glen Ridge, Nork Academy, and Milburn will be uh, who you you did play. Maybe some of them were crossovers though. Is that possible? Yes. Okay. Uh, yep. Stump crossover. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. So uh, I, ju I just happen to have that in my, okay. in my notes. <laughs> I, I was just going like, you know, for you guys as coaches, uh, is it a little more, you know, like on a scouting, on a scouting part, you know, since you didn't play them, you're not as of familiar with, you know, the team you didn't play last year. Like, is it a little more challenging for you guys? Um, I think yes and no. I mean, it's tough. I mean, every, it's not like, I think it's tough to, to, keep film from previous years because things change with the team definitely every year. So um, it's just going to be, I mean, we, we really do a lot of scouting. We get a lot of film. 
Um, so, you know, beginning of the year for the season, we're going to be getting filmed nonstop anyway. So it's more work for us, but um, we kind of give it a fresh start every year just because the teams change and, and players leave schools, they move, they, they don't feel like playing soccer anymore. So, you know, and, and on top of it, seniors, you know, seniors graduate and it's tough to kind of say, well, this team's going to be effective in this way when really you kind of have to go off of, I guess, the coaching. And, you know, if you see certain coaches and maybe the style that they are looking to play, that maybe would be something we would consider to uh, watch out for, you know, if, if we're going in without knowing much about a team. Okay. You know, hopefully we, we would see a coach that, you know, maybe we're familiar with or, um, or, you know, like I said, we get a lot of people that want to help us out and go and watch games and send us films, which is great. And, and I think um, it's really nice to have all the coaches on board with that, where even with other teams, you know, they're so willing to give film and just to help each other out because at the end of the day, we all have our own personal life as well. And, and you guys know, you know, being a former coach as, as well, um, it's a full-time thing. You know, yep. you're constantly busy, especially when you're, your season – is active and you're in season in the fall, it's nonstop. So when people can help you out, it just makes it that much easier. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty much how we prep. We just kind of get the people to film for us or we get some coaches to send us, you know, video on them. Nice. For the girls, kind of piggybacking off of what your coaches have said about the 2020 season that's upon you. Um, you know, obviously looking ahead, um, like we said, in the new division, but also as seniors, you know, this is your final senior season. You know, you've got uh, some stiff competition. It's the top eight teams in Essex County. Um, you know, two teams you have not seen, Montclair and West Orange, which are traditionally strong programs. And as Coach Franzi and Coach F had said, you know, even those other teams you have seen in the Super Essex, you know, however everything is like could be a one goal swing either way you know um so i guess my question to you guys is you know what are your goals and expectations for your team from the players perspective for next year uh georgia you want to start us off sure um definitely i think this could be a really big season for us i think we have the talent and whereas we always were kind of on the younger side with our talent like i would say like 2018 2017 we had a lot of strong sophomores and freshmen and I think now that we're kind of on the older side and a lot of the other teams kind of have the same situation, I think definitely like Montclair is definitely a team we'll be able to beat. Um, I think we have the confidence, the talent, and definitely like the chemistry between our team to definitely beat the older te- like the better teams with like the nationally ranked players. And I think we have the same kind of bench as they do and we'll definitely be willing to have a fight. Um, but yeah, definitely as a goal for like a senior, like. It would be so nice to win like a county cha- a county title or even a state championship. Like I feel like we're so close and we're getting closer and closer every year. And I feel like we'll probably get very close this year and hopefully we could win it this year. Nice, Emma. How about you, kiddo? Yeah, I agree with everything Georgia said. Uh, especially like our team for twenty, yeah, for twenty twenty. Like it's just like the talent is just so big and like the I, I think the connection like based off my four years being on the team will be like the most connected and bonded team. And like, I feel like we all, like, especially our team, we get to like, we have, we're gonna prove to everyone that like kind of like doubted us, like doesn't really like look at the girls soccer team as being able to like win like states or like counties. Like, I believe like we'll be able to prove to people that like you should have faith in us. Cause like we could beat these hard teams that you may think would beat us like five nothing, but like really we can 
like we can handle the competition and we have the talent to like beat everyone and like keep up with like the high division that we're in nice. and like prove everyone wrong. And what about uh, personal goals, Emma? You want to continue? What are your personal goals? What are you hoping to achieve this season? Uh, I definitely want to like achieve to be like since I'm a senior. I've always like when I was like a sophomore and like a freshman, I was always like would look up to like the older kids, like kind of just be like the little person. But now like I want to like be a leader to any like new incoming freshmen or sophomores and like show that I can be a leader. Sometimes I could be quiet, but I want to prove that I can like talk and just like definitely have like a strong connection with everyone on the team and make sure like everyone's included and just like definitely the bond I want is to be like very strong and just like like in my personal goals is like definitely to like have the confidence that I did last season and like keep the confidence on the field which yeah the confidence is basically my main goal and just like the bond the huge bond on the team nice nice and Georgia what about you for personal goals um, definitely personal goals being, like, this year, trying to stay, like, healthy as possible. Like, last year and the year before, like, I was sidelined by injuries. And, like, definitely trying to, like, stay strong. And, like, what Emma said, like, leading and showing, like, the younger players kind of how, like, the program, how close we are and developing that relationship with the younger players and really becoming a really close team. And the better the chemistry, the better we'll play together. And I really think that will benefit us as a team and a program if we're all really close, like what Emma said. And definitely like showing the team, like anyone could be a leader on the team. Everyone has a voice and, you know, like you don't have to be like a freshman, sophomore, or junior, senior to say something. Definitely like if you happen to kind of benefit the team, like we're all ears for it. Like I think all the seniors are kind of in the same position with that. So definitely like personal goals, um, keep trying to get the team as close as possible this year will be a big one. Nice, very nice. Um, real quick, I want to um, just let you guys know my co-host on our uh, regular sports show just sent me a message, and uh, he he lives in Maryland, so he wants to welcome you guys to the show, <laughs> and he uh, he wants to wish you good luck on the season, and you guys are being watched in Maryland right now, so <laughs> just so you guys know. Uh, we're gonna move on to a segment we call rapid fire and we're just gonna like give you quick questions and you guys will each get to answer so i'm just kind of looking at the panel so maybe we should come up with an order how about coach f georgia emma coach franzi how's that all right so we don't, this way we'll just we'll just go rapid succession all right all right here we go question one burger king mcdonald's wendy's or chick-fil-a <laughs> that's so hard for, um <laughs> These are the hard questions. This is, this is the tough ones. <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't tell the last time I've eaten in one of those places, to be honest. Um, I'm going to say Chick-fil-A. I've had it once. I agree. Chick-fil-A. <laughs> McDonald's all the way. <laughs> McDonald's. Ooh, split. All right. On the, like on, the, on the food note, we'll keep going with beverages. Dunkin' or Starbucks. Duncan, Starbucks is too much caffeine for me. Starbucks, <laughs> <laughs> Duncan, Duncan. Oh, all right, interesting. <laughs> all right, well, I don't know if I'm going to start with Coach F on this question, oh, but this true. is going to be a good one. No, you know what? I want to see his answer. I want to see his answer on this one. All right, beautiful weather out, nice weather. The sun's out. You're driving up. Bloomfield Ave. I had to give him Bloomfield Ave. You had to give me Bloomfield Ave. (laughs) I want at least one, but between one and three songs, 
that you'll be listening to oh, in your car, man. playing in your car. Oh no. <laughs> uh, gosh. <laughs> um, Poor Coach F. He has yeah, first yeah we, you shouldn't have went first bad. on this one. This is the tough one for him. Okay, can I give you artists? That'd be songs. Yeah, yeah, no, artists is fine. Yeah, absolutely. All right, I'm a, I'm a country guy. I like uh, Garth Brooks, um, Justin Moore, and probably Luke Combs right now. There you go. My three guys. I'm I'm big country girl. Like I love country music, so definitely anything by Thomas Rhett, uh, Luke Combs, Luke Bryan anything like that like i definitely like like the country vibe like in the summer with like all the windows down and blasting the music as loud as possible <laughs> nice um there's this one song it's called lonely i love playing that song and then <laughs> um two artists i like rap so i would do pick will Yuzi and trippy red <laughs> I, love it. I have no idea who they are <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm a country girl too. I like Luke Bryan. I also like some like Whitney Houston remixes that I can like <laughs> shout and sing to. Um, Very eclectic coach. Yeah. You know, I, I like bumble around a little bit. <laughs> all right. I grew up in North Caldwell. I teach in Fairfield. So I got all the like the food hot spots. You know, you got Forte's, El Clasico, Hollywood Pizza, Gelati, right? Where are you going for like your go-to meal? And then, you know, if you're having a certain craving, it could be meal, it could be ice cream, whatever. Well, to be honest with you, before practice, I almost went to Angeloni's. Oh, nice, on Brookside yeah. Terrace, yes. <laughs> I almost went there, I, I didn't, but um, I've been, I love their thinny thin pizza. Yes. That's a big shout out to them. But, um, Gian, Gianna Marie is saying, yes, I was waiting for that. <laughs> Carissa. Hey, hey. You know, there I you go. Um, <laughs> definitely Forte. I feel like as a team, like we always go to Forte, like after like almost every game. So, and or Gelati's like definitely those two. And then it like after practice, sometimes Chipotle is really good too. Oh, <laughs> uh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Now we little, know where to find them. Little extra, right. A little extra running. No, it's kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my go-to is Chipotle. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, I would have to say if I'm craving, if I'm in the mood, Jose Tejas. I love oh. Jose Tejas. Uh, my uh, catfish fajitas. Oh, that's what I get. Really? <laughs> yeah, every time. Every time. Nice. Wow. All right. Here's a nice easy one for you guys. Nike, Adidas, or Under Armour? Adidas all day. Easy one. I'm with Nike. you. Sorry. <laughs> Nike? Nike. Yeah. I feel like as a soccer player, you have to say Adidas, but I'm going to go Nike. <laughs> <laughs> Nike, take the, the uniforms. It had to be Nike oh, uniforms. <laughs> I love the uniforms. I do too. I, just, I, I, like I wear my own, too. but I still like the uniforms. <laughs> All right, your most memorable West Essex girls soccer memory. Oh, beating uh, Northern Highlands. Um, that, that was amazing. I, I mean, that was such a tough game. And going into it, our girls were ready and, and they were focused. It's just it was such a tough game. I mean, the players literally were beating each other up back and forth, back and forth. It, it was a fun game to watch, but to coach and to, and to be on the, on the positive side of it was even more exciting. So that, that was awesome. That's definitely my number one right now. Um, mine definitely is back to like freshman year. 
uh, we had just played Livingston, and it was a really, really hard game. We actually ended up losing, but we all really left it on the field, and it was the hardest game, like, definitely we've all ever played, and we played our hearts out, and just the bus ride home, like, we were filled with so much, like, energy, and just, like, so, like, so ready to play them again and just win next time, and we've I've never really seen that turn of event, like, and just have that much power and, like, confidence that, like, we just almost beat a top five in the state team and we came from being in the lower conference so definitely that and like the seniors leading that day like it, it was really a memorable experience nice um mine would i think would be uh 2019 the senior night when we played against verona it was a really close game and like i it, even though it was like raining but like when the, we started playing it wasn't raining it was just like everyone that like was on the field just gave it their all and it was a close game and it wasn't like a boring game it was like exciting to watch so I think that was like my favorite moment um as a coach I would either say last year's Northern Highlands for sure like coach mentioned and um also Glen Ridge um that was a good game oh. too that we played yeah. uh, at Glen Ridge we were definitely not the favorite and um was it, was it overtime um, I think I thought it was right before the, the right final before, whistle. I think there was like a minute left, and um, we just had a hustle play. I think Brooke Schatz hustled down the line, did a crossover, and um, like Bella. Or I think Bella. Yeah, it was Bella. I think yeah. yeah Bella. So that that wasn't exciting. Um, yeah. I was wondering if you were going to do one as a player or as I, a coach. I was, gonna, I was like, I don't want to make it about me. <laughs> <laughs> go for it <laughs> um okay uh, well i guess uh, as a player i mean we had a lot of memories we had a uh, two county championships and three state sectional championships um but my favorite game was our county game that went into pks versus nutley and i hit the fifth pk and i still uh, regret not nice. taking my third off like brandy <laughs> there so that was your that was your celebration yeah <laughs> that would have been my celebration well, it would have been yeah <laughs> All right, my next one. Who's your favorite soccer player of all time? All time? All time. Um, well, if I if I had to pick one, just um, just because growing up, I you know watched this player, um, Paul Scholes. He was a Manchester United uh, center midfielder. Just a strong guy. I I didn't play midfield as a as a player, but, um, I just admired him. He was, he was tough. He wasn't a big guy and he just, um, kind of took no crap kind of personality and, uh, could shoot it from outside the box. Had had a powerful shot and, uh, he, he was a guy I liked. He was probably my, one of my favorites. Okay. Definitely a throwback, but, um, Mia Hamm for sure. Like I read her book, um, when I was younger for like a project for school and I just think she's so inspiring, like everything she does on and off the field. And she really like was a great leader and looking up to her as like a leader, I think definitely, um, she's definitely my role model in a sense. And she's obviously beyond talented. Um, I don't really have a favorite, but whenever I was younger, I always had like a little crush on like Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> like he would be, like I would always call him my boyfriend. So I think like he would be like someone like my favorite soccer player because like he's fast and quick and like I I'm fast so like I always like would look at him whenever he would like play and like try to like he would be my current favorite player so 
Um, I guess growing up, always the 99 team was always big. Um, and defense, you know, you don't get a lot. And I was a defender, so I always looked to Branch Chastain because uh, she played that position that I played. So, um, but now I, I really do enjoy your opportunity to do the. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really, all like coming both, together. Had you had your moment. You did. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, currently Carly Lloyd, I really um, like the way she plays and kind of kind of leader she is. Too. Nice. Who would you guys say is um, your biggest supporter in soccer? Like your games, look up into the stands, it's the person you know is always going to be there or has helped you through the seasons, your club play? So... Um, my wife is standing behind the computer. <laughs> so, I mean, and I would say my wife, but also my father has been uh, at every game and he, um, you know, he's always gives me his opinions after, which are always very helpful, but definitely those two are, we'll say tied. <laughs> very good, good answer. answer. <laughs> uh, definitely mom she like drives me countless hours to practice like i practice an hour away she drives me three times a week to practice taking me down to every tournament id camp and she definitely puts in so much she, like if you're watching thank you but um she definitely has been so amazing with helping me and supporting me through everything through every tough time tough game she's never afraid to tell me when i did something wrong and tell me i have to have a better a game next time or what I can do better next time. So definitely her for sure. Um, I would definitely say my dad, even though he could annoy me a lot by trying to tell me what to do, but I know he just wants the best for me. And he was a soccer player when he was younger and my brother used to be a soccer player, but he quit. So he wants me to like follow up and like play soccer in college. And like, definitely he's the one that whenever I do something good on the field or make a good pass or something, I'll look at him and make sure like I like just please him. So definitely he's my biggest supporter. Um, yeah, I would have to, I mean, growing up playing, I always looked for my dad too, um, all his support, even coaching now, he still texts me before the game, like, good luck, do you need a Gatorade or something? I'm like, no, I'm not um, While I was on the field, he used to call me by my number, not by my name, so I even knew his voice. Um, <laughs> has a special whistle so definitely my dad <laughs> nice and then my last one this this question has to get asked no matter what sport we're doing for the week it's it, it's a staple who is your favorite nfl football team <laughs> has to be asked uh, i'm gonna go with the giants i'm not a religious football fan but uh, i'll go with the giants that's who i watch okay I'm going to agree. The Giants, my mom's roommate from college. I was the Giants, so we're like big Giants fans. Nice, <laughs> <Wow>. nice. <laughs> I don't watch football at all, but I'll just say the Giants. I always get the Giants. <laughs> I mean, you can say the Broncos. No, no. You no, can no. say the Broncos if you want. <laughs> you can say the Cowboys. Die hard. Die no, <laughs> I know. I heard before. I heard that. I heard that. If you want to talk Cowboys, come on Wednesday nights. I, I bash the Cowboys. So, you know, I don't know if you want to come on. Everybody, they all hate us because we're the best. Uh, by the way, uh, Claudia Manish is saying, yeah, Georgia. Is giving oh, a shout out. Oh. So, 
right, and my my last rapid fire question I have, we're going to do team superlatives, like your yearbook superlatives. So I'm going to give you each one. So Coach F, if you had to pick a class clown on the team, who would it be? Boy. <laughs> I have two. Um, one of them's on the show right now. Emma, I'm going to go with Emma. And probably Faith. Faith is uh, pretty they make me laugh definitely the most nice All right. and um we're gonna go georgia you're next right so uh best dancer probably emma or bella vitella one emma, of the two like, so well yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right and emma who is the most likely on your team to be a youtube sensation oh my god <laughs> Self. <laughs> I was going to say, she was say herself. <laughs> I have a YouTube channel. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> All right, that's that one. And uh, <laughs> Coach Franzi, yours is most likely to be president. President? Yep. <laughs> um, let me think about that one. Uh, like a most likely to succeed. Uh, why am I blanking on every player now? I guess I'll just say Emma because she's the answer for everything. Right now. <laughs> Can't go wrong, right? Emma Can't go the wrong. Table on the superlatives, nice. <laughs> Want to hit them with a couple of individual questions yes, real quick? Yep. All right, we got about like 10 minutes left, so we'll do this quick. We're going to do an individual question each. I'm going to start with Georgia. Uh, okay. What I've always wanted to know um, from like a goalie point of view, I've, I mean, I've never played soccer, so obviously I've never <laughs> played goalie, but um, how fast and like, how, like, what is your mindset and how fast do you have to decide whether, whether it's I got to attack the ball, I'm going to sit back? And just like, what's the thought process of that? Um, actually, when I was younger, I used to be really hesitant with this. And I really struggled um, with deciding whether to come out, whether to stay in, whether to let my defenders get it. Because um, 1v1s is always a really, really hard situation as a goalkeeper. I've learned to just run at the ball and, like, the forward usually freaks out and, like, runs the other <laughs> way. And, like, I'm not afraid to just get into a collision. Like, I don't mind that anymore. Where I just be really hesitant with that. So... Um, definitely just it's really just natural it's just kind of a um second reflex almost just to just run at it so usually that <laughs> we're getting and by the way you're getting another comment that says go georgia from the dadster is the youtube name oh i don't know my question's for Emma. First of all, congratulations on your commitment to DeSales University in Pennsylvania. So Thank you. You're welcome. Um, Congrats. I'm wondering when you, like, was there a time when you decided, you know, that you did want to play collegiately? And then could you also kind of describe, you know, that it's a big commitment to make that, you know, jump to want to play in college. And I know that you've been training in the off season and dedicating your time on the club level. So you could talk a little bit about, you know, when you knew you wanted to play at that next level and kind of what you've done to get yourself ready to play at that level? Well, like that last season, like last like spring, like uh, 2019, I like didn't really like want to play soccer anymore just because of like my like club and stuff. I just like wasn't enjoying it as much. And I like did like track and field. And so I was kind of just like got it down and I didn't really like want to play anymore. Like I wanted to play like high school, just like not club and not like go and play college when I go to college, but definitely the beginning of this year, like with like legs, I like, I just like 
got so much more confidence in myself and like enjoyed and loved the game much more, which made me like realize like I had the potential like to play college and like I want to keep doing it because it's the game I love. So definitely this after like high school season 2019, I definitely like realized I wanted to play in college. And I realized that like if I want to play, I have to like keep training hard and definitely like had the confidence in myself and not like let myself down. Basically, yeah. Nice. Well, good luck at that next level. Coach Thanks. Franzi, I got a question for you. What do you see a lot better now um, as a coach than you do than you did uh, when you were a player? And uh, how can that help? And like, how can that help the girls? Um. Well, how can you help the girls? I'm sorry. How can you help the girls with what you're, you know, what you're seeing better? Uh, I would have to go back to that confidence thing. I know, as a, a high school athlete, you're always doubt yourself um you never know if you actually could do something until some you do it um so i guess i would tell them like not to hold back just just believe in yourself truly and if it happens it happens if if we don't if you mess up we learn from it um so really just don't doubt yourself and be confident um it's something that i would always because i'm still mad at myself even with every sport that i was i lacked that confidence in myself and my coaches kept saying, you could do it. I believe in you. And I was just like, oh, oh it's all in my head. Um, so definitely um, I would push that, the confidence for them. Okay. Question for Coach F, right? You have it. Oh, I'm sorry. That's me. My bad. Um, uh, Coach F, you guys uh, return a lot of, like, offensive firepower, it seems like, next season, that what you had. Um, your returning scorers account for, like, 47 of your 60 goals, almost 80%. Would you guys say you're an offensive-minded team, or are you, you know, it's always hard to know the defensive t- statistics. Would you say that you're defensive-minded, a combo of both? How would you kind of describe your team's personality in that way? I mean, I would definitely say both. Um you know, our, our defense, I mean, we spend a lot of time in the offense and the defense and the midfield and transitioning from when we gain possession of the ball, how, what are we going to do with it? Or what's, you know, we just, we're not just going to kick it and give it, give it right back to them. So, you know, all around, I think we try to be covered in, in every portion of the field. Defensively, I mean, we were very strong last year. Um, we did, you know, lose a, our captain, our one center back. So we, we will have to um, – you, you know, fill that position. So, um, but yeah, it's going to, it's going to take work. Um, but as far as offense, I mean, we know we have many weapons so we can go to and each one, um, can, they can ignite each other. So if one's having an off day, it's, you know, we have players that'll say, jump on my back and I'll take care of you, you know, so, which is great. Um, and, and they don't like, like Emma and George were both saying, um, they all get along, so if they have a bond or already, it just it helps with the chemistry on the field, and you know that that's contagious throughout. You know whether you're a defender, midfielder, forward, goalie, whatever it is, um, it's obvious. I mean, and you know people maybe think that like you know you can build that. It's and you can in a sense, but um, at the end of the day, once practice is over, once the game's over you know, you're not with them. So you don't know if they're talking to each other, looking at film, if they're watching film together, if they are just going out to hopefully not Chipotle and going somewhere healthier <laughs> and talking about the game or going, you know, getting ice cream, whatever it is. Or, you know, um, that, that's all important. So um, 
I give a lot of credit to the players, and I think they totally deserve all of it. So, especially when it comes to being on the field. All right, guys, we have like three minutes, so I just want you. And again, we want to both thank you very much, all of you guys, for coming on the show tonight. It was great. But uh, in like twenty or thirty seconds each, if you guys can just do a quick final thought, um, you know, something to your teammates, to your school, real quick, twenty, thirty seconds each. Uh, Emma, let's start with you. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, uh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll talk to my team. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't like. Um, <laughs> just keep praying that we're gonna have a season, and like keep working hard on your own. If you're not able to make any like practices or anything, just keep uh, working out on your own, and just hope that if we do have a season, you're in your best shape and you're best possible play to make this season a great one, even if it's shortened like two months or one month. Georgia? I completely agree with Emma. I'm going to talk to the team too. Um, definitely keep working hard. Uh, definitely staying in shape is definitely the number one thing. Uh, I believe strongly now that uh, being in the best shape you are is going to make you even better of a player and bring you to that next level and being able to compete for a longer period of time at your best um, ability and I think everyone so far like from going to the coaches practices and seeing the captain's practices I really think that we've developed as a team like everyone's in like pretty good shape so I think we're looking really good for the season just keep it up and um to keep working and we'll be there for sure this season coaches real quick like 30 seconds each <laughs> coach Franzi go ahead uh just plan that we're having the season so be prepared um be confident and have fun. <laughs> that was quick. And Coach Jeff, I'm going to go with, be optimistic about it and um, be ready to go um, and be excited because it's going to be a lot of fun. Great. Thanks again, guys, for coming on. It was really a pleasure to have you. Um, you know, we always say to whoever we're previewing that we hope we can follow up with you this season. So um, absolutely, you know, we'll good luck. I'll yeah. keep you updated, John. Yeah. I just so you guys know, I'm uh, I'm all up in uh, Coach Franzi every morning in school, asking her how her games are going. You know, I, I do <laughs> I do miss coaching, so I'm uh, you know living vicariously through her a little bit. There you go. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Good night, guys.